Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Today we're going to talk about how to do the ketogenic diet without side effects. If you're considering doing the ketogenic diet, but you've heard from other people that, oh, it's dangerous, or you're going to go through all these side effects, this video is for you. I'm going to show you how to avoid all of that. But when someone is trying to discourage you from doing the ketogenic diet because it has certain side effects, just flip the question over to, well, what are the side effects of a high carbohydrate diet? Because keto is low carb. What are the side effects from the SAD diet? But we've experimented on the high carb diet for decades, and we already know it creates massive problems worldwide. And because of that, the majority of our population is either a pre-diabetic or a diabetic. So it's actually hysterical to hear someone talk about how dangerous the ketogenic diet is or you're gonna get all these side effects. I mean, compared to what? The ketogenic diet is one of the oldest forms of medical treatment for epilepsy. Why? Because carbohydrates trigger seizures, but ketones do not. But I will say that the traditional version of the ketogenic diet is something that I don't recommend for the average person trying to either get healthy or lose weight. They're going to recommend 90% of your diet being fat. The problem with this version of the ketogenic diet is they're not emphasizing the quality of the types of food. Uh, they even recommend mayonnaise, uh, synthetic vitamins, vegetable oils from soy, GMO, and it's 90% fat. So that would be a lot of those chemicals. Or if you're going to do margarine, that would be very, very bad. They allowed you to do some vegetables, but they didn't allow you to do a lot of them. So what I'm going to recommend is you do healthy keto. This is the healthy version of the ketogenic diet where we're emphasizing high quality types of foods. And I'm talking about grass-fed, organic, pasture-raised eggs, things like that. And we recommend nutrient-dense foods and whole food vitamins versus synthetic vitamins. Now, with most keto plans, you're gonna do 5% carbs, 20% protein, and 75% fat. Now, if we combine these and make this 10%, this allows us to include a lot more vegetables on this plan. So we would recommend seven to 10 cups. Now, because vegetables are a lot of fiber and a lot of water and not a lot of sugar, because we don't count fiber as carbohydrates. And the advantage of uh, adding the vegetables will greatly reduce the side effects. And let's go through the list. The number one side effect for the traditional ketogenic plan is constipation. And I believe the reason is because they don't recommend a lot of vegetables. It's the fiber in the vegetables that would feed the microbes that would allow you to have a normal bowel movement, not to mention the amount of potassium in there that will help you regulate your bowels. Number two, kidney stones. Why would you get kidney stones on a ketogenic plan? Well, ketones are acidic. So there is a situation where your body can become overly acidic, okay? And that can trigger a bit too much uric acid, and potentially you could get uric acid kidney stones. In addition to that, there's several other common keto foods that are high in oxalates. 
that could lead to a kidney stone if you're susceptible to getting kidney stones, and that would be spinach, okay? So I would recommend not doing a lot of spinach. I would do other types of vegetables. Almonds, and there's so many people that use almond flour in all these different recipes. So if you're a stone former or you're susceptible, you might not want to do a lot of almonds or almond flour. And I always recommend lemon juice or lemons on the ketogenic plan because this is filled with citrates, which counter kidney stones. Make sure your fluids are at least two liters of fluid per day. And the vegetables, which are alkaline, will counter that acidity from the ketogenic diet very nicely. Now, diarrhea. This could happen if you're doing too much MCT oil. That's one of the side effects. Also, if you're doing sugar alcohols in a lot of the recipes that you'll see on the internet. So you might want to cut that down, maybe cut this down. And also, you might not be able to handle the amount of vegetables that I'm recommending at first. So you start off small and you gradually work up because you might not have enough microbes to deal with this extra fiber. The microbes will consume and, and ferment that fiber into fuel. But if you don't have enough microbes, you could have a problem. This is actually rare though. Now insomnia, this usually happens when you're not consuming enough minerals because you're not consuming enough vegetables. So definitely beef up, no pun intended, the amount of vegetables that you consume and also you can enhance it with electrolytes as well. Keto rash, that usually goes away when you consume a little more vitamin B2. When you're into ketosis, your metabolism has shifted to burning more fat and you do require more of the B vitamins. And this is another reason why we recommend nutritional yeast on this plan. You can get them in tablets, but this will greatly help you counter rash and also keto fatigue. Keto fatigue actually will be solved if you have enough potassium from the vegetables and vitamin B1. Now, high cholesterol. Normally what's gonna happen when you do the keto plan is your cholesterol is gonna come down. On some people, it might go up. And this is because of two reasons. One, you're burning more fat, okay? And you're eating more fat. And the mobilization of fat contains triglycerides and some cholesterol. So you're just mobilizing a lot more fat through your bloodstream. The big concern people have is the LDL. This is the so-called bad cholesterol. Now, if the LDL is high, you still don't have to worry about it. I did an entire video. It's pretty short on this one topic. I highly recommend you watch it so I can explain this. And I explain why having high LDL is not a bad thing at all if you're doing the ketogenic plan. But most people will not have a high LDL. It'll actually go down. Okay, loss of bone. There has been some studies on the traditional or classical type ketogenic plan for epilepsy that shows that there's some loss of calcium. And that is usually because of a combination of the acidity and the protein being too high. In healthy keto, we recommend a moderate amount of protein between three and six ounces per meal. Also, because you're consuming enough vegetables, you're countering the acidity that would create any problem with your bone. Heart rhythm problems. This is merely a potassium or magnesium deficiency, in which case you need to increase your vegetables like I've been talking about, and or electrolytes. So as you can see, adding these vegetables will really handle a lot of different problems that you might run into. Next one, dry mouth. That is a, a mineral deficiency. All you have to do, again, like I've been saying, add more vegetables or electrolytes, and that should solve that. 
Now, if you're hungry or you're craving or you have hypoglycemia, this means that you either have hidden sugars, you're eating too frequently because that will stimulate insulin, or you're just not doing it long enough. What you have to realize is when you do this correctly, your hunger goes away within three days, you don't crave anything, and you're not gonna have hypoglycemia because you're no longer running on sugar, you're running on your fat fuel, but you have to keep the carbs very low, and I highly recommend intermittent fasting. All right, next one is cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and cancer. Those are not side effects from the ketogenic plan. There is no studies that show any relationship or association or correlation between the keto and worsening this, this, or this. If you actually read the studies, they're done on mice, and they weren't even doing a diet that is even close to the ketogenic diet. They're doing a high-fat and high-carb diet at the same time, and they're saying they're doing keto when they're actually not. So you do not have to worry about these three things right here. And lastly, bad breath. This does not occur if you're consuming enough vegetables that are loaded with chlorophyll, which is a natural deodorizer. So healthy keto, lots of veggies, seven to 10 cups, provides the minerals, the vitamin C, folate, and fiber. Make sure you do quality foods. You also need to add sea salt, okay? Realize that one tablespoon of salt, which is different than sodium, by the way, because you have sodium and chloride, has about 6,000 milligrams, okay, or six grams. It has 40% sodium, a little over 2,000. So with a ketogenic plan, you need between one and one and a half teaspoons of salt, which is not just sodium, it's sodium chloride, which will lessen certain side effects like weak muscles and even leg cramps. Don't forget the nutritional yeast. You can get this in a powder or a tablet. And I also recommend getting a good electrolyte powder simply because it's really difficult, especially for potassium, to consume enough vegetables to get your RDAs for potassium.